This is Gemara and Mo'i Koin Daf Dalit, and today's year has been generously sponsored by close friends of the Daf as a schos Ziva in for Rachel Dina Mir Tashem. The learning of the entire Chabura should bring a tremendous Yeshua, a tremendous schos Shidduch for Rachel Dina. She should find her Ziva Gagoin Bekarev Mamish, as well as learning Shmuel Chutz for Hashem Shul Yosef and Yevedim for Lavram and Rachel Adai Shemshu Ben Chana Avisha Avigail Peril Bas Esther Michal Mordechai Ben Nachman Leva Miriam Gabriela Bas Bluma Yisrael Yitzchak Ben Dina Man. We're picking up on the top of Dalit Omid Aleph. We're middle of a flow. We had a stop because this goes all the way into today's daf. So let's remind each other where we're holding. On the top of daf Dalit, we picked up at the bottom of Gilmo Abiz, the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, asking what do we do with the psukim? And Rabbi Akiva explained, as you see on the top of the Amid, that the sixth year that enters into the seventh year, the Katsir Shal Shviyah the book ends. The pre-Shemitah and the post-Shemitah, that's what you need the passing for. Rabbi Shmuel said, no, that Macharish Rikotav Tzatzi Rishos, Yotzik Ksir Oimer, which is a mitzvah, a special din, which you've seen many times, that the Ksir Oimer is a mitzvah to cut it, and as Rashi points out, three lines to the top, even if you find the grain already harvested, you still have a Special din to cut it down. Says Therefore, we answered. And the question was that according to Rabbi Akiva, he learned it out from a pasik that is in Isra, you have to stop pre Rosh Hashanah from plowing 30 days prior. So, therefore, the question was, what did the halach lemashim Sinai teach you? It must have been the halach lemashim Sinai bumped it backwards to Pesach to Shavuos. So, says the Gemara, Elam Ram Nachum Yitzchak comes along to explain that really the halach lemashim Sinai and the Psukim teach us the same din about the 30 days. Why? Elam we need two psukim to teach us the same din for two types of entities, two types of species. 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, you have to stop plowing. For what? Yolada, a young sapling, that's what we need. One, that's what we need the Lachlam Hashemisinei for. As the Lachlam Hashemisinei said, Eser Netiyah is the ten young saplings. And the Pasuk is needed, Lameser Zekena, for the older a uh, already grown plant that is also forbidden from 30 days prior. Ask the Gemara one second. Process of elimination. I don't understand. If the Allah says, you're allowed to continuously plow the young saplings. So obviously only that you could continue, but the larger ones, you're not allowed to. So why do we need a separate passing for that? Then says the Gemara, you're right. And therefore we have a new way of explaining this Allah and the Pasuk with regard to when you have to stop plowing pre-Rosh Hashanah, pre-Shemitah, how much time prior. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yishmael, Cry the Rabbi Akiva. At the end of the day, says the Gemara, we could split the two in half. We have Rabbi Akiva, he needs the Basik, as the Gemara in the top of the Amit said, that the Basik teaches me that you have to stop 30 days prior. The Gemara said, according to Rabbi Yishmael, you don't need that Basik. Why? Because according to Rabbi Yishmael, he used the Basik for a different din. He used the Basik for the din of <clears throat> that it's a mitzvah, you always have to perform the Ksira. So according to Rabbi Yishmael, that's where we need. 
They teach us according to Rabbi Yishmael, you stop 30 days beforehand. And obviously this answer is a bit difficult to reshine him to take issue that each opinion, how do they deal with the other one, and it should come out that there's something extra over here. And that is a valid point, but for now, let's move on. Says the Gemara, and again, if you remember, the reason we got into this whole discussion on the bottom of yesterday's Gemara of Gimlam and Bees was in dealing with the factor of Gamliel's Bezdin nullified a decree that was made by the, by the Bezdin of Beishami Beishilo. And the question there was, how? We know that one Bezdin cannot nullify something from a Bezdin that's greater than them. And who can be greater than the Bezdin of Beishami Beishilo? And that's where we got involved, the fact that it didn't really nullify it. There was a Lachlamesh Sinai, they based it on Sukkim, etc. But now, going all the way back to that original question, seven lines on the top of Dalar Maralif, Rav Yechran Amai, Rav Gamliel, Bezdino Midar Raisa, Batalu. Says Rav Yechran, a fascinating idea that when Rav Gamliel and his Bezdin, they got rid of and they nullified this halacha that you have to stop before Rosh Hashanah. How did they do that? How did they do it? They did it from a din daraisa. Says the Gemara, what do you mean? My time, where did Rav Gamliel learn out? Where did Rav Gamliel have a source, a makar, then the taira, you could get rid of the din, get rid of the takana of Beishami Beishilel? Says the Gemara, Gomer Shabbos, Shabbos, Mishabbos, Beresheus. Oxir Shabbos, between Shabbos of Shemitah, the Shabbos of the creation of the world. Malahalon, when it comes to the seventh day of creation, he asura, only Shabbos is forbidden. We're walking away from Shabbos right now, and I'm not Shabbos, he asura. Lefanel, ulachra motor. You'll have to do Malacha till Shabbos starts and after Shabbos ends. Of course, let's just parenthetically point out, it doesn't mean you can do Malacha until Shkia. This is the din of the Seven Shabbos. You have to stop a few minutes, two, three minutes before Shkia. Important to realize. But says the Gemara that just like on the Shabbos of the creation of the world, when are we forbidden? When is Shabbos? Only the entity of Shabbos. Before Shabbos and after Shabbos is Mutter. Afkan Yasur Mutarin. So that was the source of Gamil said that only. The Shemitah year is Aser, not before or after the Shemitah year. And because Rav Gamliel is coming from Xira Shava, that's the reason he had that Kayach, that incredible power, to get rid of the decree of Beishamai and Beis Hillel. Asks the Gemara one second. We have a Machlaikis, which was the beginning of today's year of Gamliel. Excuse me, Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Ishmael, whether the source is from the Torah, Apostolic, or the source of Allah, Lamashmi Sinai. So we just said that Rav Gamliel uses a Gzira Shava to get rid of the original decree. But wait, the original decree we just said came from either Allah, Lamashmi Sinai, or from a Basik. So ask the Gemara, Maskala, Ravashi, Mandamar, Elchasa, Asik Zira Shava, Akra, Elchasa, Ket Gzira Shava, get rid of Allah, Lamashmi Sinai, Mandamar, Kra, Asik Zira Shava, Akra, Kra, Says the Gemara, beautiful, you're right, Xir shows are strong, lots of Kayach, but is it as strong as Apostik? It is, is it as strong as Allah Lamashmi Sinai? Says the Gemara, absolutely not. So, Elam Ravashi and other Tarets. Rav Gamliel, Ubezdin, Savrlak, Rabbi Yishmael. Tamar, Hilchas, Gemirila. Really, they are like Rabbi Yishmael, that is Allah Lamashmi Sinai. But they held that what was the Allah Lamashmi Sinai? Vachi Gemir, Hilchas, Bizman, Shebisa, Nigdash, there was no such halacha, and that's the reason why they were able to rescind the halacha. Not because they disagreed with the original decree, no! They understood that what was the original decree? What was the halacha? And of course, 
The the issue comes to the fact that Lachlan Meshvisina is all orally transmitted. There's nothing in text to go look it up. But because of that, they understood that the original decree was only while the base of English was around. When it was not, the decree fell off. And that was the reason why Rav Gamliel was not getting rid of Adin Daraisa. No, he was relearning or explaining the way that he understood the halacha Lamoisha Misinai. Says the Gemara back into the Mishnah, back into the Gemara, about 15 lines down, the two dots. So the fundamental din of the Mishnah that we said that when we have a Bezashlachin, we have a field that's about to have a Hefzid God of the large loss. And of course, we should point out that this is the big source for all work of Chalamaid. How are you allowed to work? We're learning Malachah is forbidden. The answer is for Hefzid Gadol. But what do we allow for Hefzid Gadol? What do the first three blood of the Masechta teach us? What we allow for Hefzid Gadol is only Tircha. Regular exertion. Not Tircha Yesir and not overly exerting yourself. And what were the examples of Tircha Yesir in the Mishnah? Was rainwater and water from a well. Says the Gemara, you're not letting you water this piece Even though it's going to have a Hefzi Gadol, listen what's happening. It's going to have a tremendous loss. But there's a point that it's too much. You can't effort too much. It's not allowed. Explain, ask the Gemara. I understand that a well water there is Tircha Yaseira, it's very deep, and therefore to get out the water is a lot of exertion. What's the big deal to water your field from rainwater? Says Ravallah, you're right, there isn't such a big deal. But we make a decree, we don't want to allow you to use rainwater, because you might come to use the well water, and the well water is a lot of exertion. And because of that, we don't even allow you to use the Rainwater. Answer number one. Answer number two. Ravashi Amar Megsham Gufayu Lidei Mekilanasu. Not that it's a gezeira, it's a rabbinical decree that you might come to that. No. Says Ravashi that when you use rainwater, the normal and natural process is once you're using the rainwater to water the field, what's the next step? You run out of rainwater, you go get the well water. So not that it's a separate rabbinic decree, but built in the issue of using rainwater is that you might come to use the well water. And now the Gemara explains what is at the leave, what is at the heart, what is at the crux of this debate, th- four lines from the wide lines, commitly with Rav Zira. The arguing within the idea of Rav Zira, Dhamma Rav Zira, We have streams that draw waters from ta- ponds. You have a pond of rainwater. And all of that bond is a little bit of stream that goes into a field. Motor lahashkus man b'chayla shalmayid says. Rav Zira says, excuse me, Rav Zira, Rav Zira, you're allowed to use those streams to water your field on Cholamai. Explains the Gemara. Marisley de Rav Zira, Omar, Leslie de Rav Zira. I think Rashi here speaks this out. One moment. Yes. Let's look at a Rashi together. Rashi, a little bit higher in the Rashi's. Mutalashen Cholamai. Says Rashi, and we're not worried that maybe the stream, again, we have a, a pond of rainwater, and there's a stream that you're drawing the water into your field, and we're not worried that maybe the rainwater will be finished up, and you're going to come to go and get the water from the river itself. Sounds very familiar, right? Maybe the rainwater, one, you're using the rainwater, you're going to come to the well water. Ah, the same type of entity. 
Yechidi explains Rashi, explains the Gemara. Ravi Allah, he said it's a Gezeira, it's a decree. Don't use rainwater, because you might come to use the well water. It had nothing to do with the water finishing up. It was just the Rabbanan, we're nervous. You're using A, you're going to come to use B. But Rav Ashi, what did he say? It's going to bring you to that. And that's going to be the Machlech is why the older Rav Zera. Is it a new rabbinical decree or is it that concern like we're saying over here that maybe the river will dry up and you're going to come to use the larger body of water which is the same concern by us that maybe you're going to finish the rainwater and you're going to come to use the well water. Says the Gemara Gufa on the first wide line. The din that we just said. You have a pond of rainwater, you'll add a drought that stream, you'll add to use that stream that comes from there to water your field in Cholamite. But you're not allowed to use rainwater, and you're not allowed to use well water. Why? Because the reason is that, one second, because what's going to happen? You again, you might run out of that water. So ask the Gemara. I don't understand why aren't we also nervous? Meaning, <laughs> we're asking within Rav Zira. What did Rav Zira say? That you're allowed to use the water that's coming off the pond. Ask the Gemara. I don't understand. Our Mishnah said you can't use rainwater or well water. Why not? Because we're afraid it's going to get used up. So you, Rav Zira, why, why weren't you concerned not to use the stream off of the pond that it might get used up? He said, Science fact, he explained. Our ponds over here, our streams that come from the ponds, it doesn't stop. There's so much water. That's why we're not concerned. Meaning, you asked a very good question. And in truth, the two cases should be comparable. But our ponds, our streams have so much water, nothing to be concerned. Five lines into the wide lines. If we have ditches and pools that are filled with water before Yantiv, let's say there were an Amas Amayim, there's a water canal that goes from between these two entities, then Mutter, then you're allowed to use it. So again, we have these pools and these ditches you can use, but if there's an Amas Amayim coming off of it, then you're allowed to use it. The basic reason Rashi's saying, because you have an extra reason, Rashi says, between these two ditches or wells, there's a canal, then you're allowed to water that. Why? Because if the rainwater finishes up, you always have the extra canal the extra uh, ditch that goes between them to allow you to water your field so there is no concern. But it's only if the majority of that field could be watered from that from that canal then I understand because then there's no concern. Ravashi argues and says no. Because what's he doing? Since the water keeps on coming and coming, you know what he's going to say to himself? Because there's always a lot of water running between these two entities, what's going to be the problem? One well will be finished up, but say there tomorrow, more water is going to come. What, I'm going to go do forbidden malacha? I'm going to go bring extra water? I'm going to start digging ditches and stuff? No way! I'll just let it come tomorrow, so there's nothing to be concerned about. So that's why Ravashi explains, you're allowed to 
use these entities on Cholamayid. Tanur Rabbanon continuing the theme of watering fields, Brechash and Naitafes Mayim, Misada Beis Hashlachim, a pool in which there's water trickling off of the pool into an irrigated field, the Beis Hashlachim, Zu, Motor Lahashim, and Misada the Beis Hashlachim, Acheres. You allow to take that water and you allow to water with it another field that needs the water. Asking about the same Kasha, why are you allowed to do that? It's going to eventually get used up. And we just said, whenever there's a concern that something's going to get used up, you should not use the original entity because you're going to come to do forbidden malacha. So over here, why are we allowing you to use it? No, the case is that it's still trickling on the top. So even after you pull the water down to the second field, there's no concern because there's always the original trickle of water that's coming through. And it's only when the original spring did not stop running. If the original spring stopped running, then we have a concern. Tanya, and again, I know the difficulty here is we don't really, we don't really, uh, you know, understand in uh, the ditch and the well and the spring and the trickling and it is and it's not, but we have to get to the, the basic cloud and the aside of what we're seeing over here is the level of concern that one has to be. Wait, maybe you're going to come to do something else. Maybe it's going to dry up. Ah, you have another safeguard, then it's okay, etc., etc. Tanya says the price, we have two rows in a field, one above another, you're not allowed to draw water from like a pail, you're not allowed to draw water from the lower one and water the upper row. Yes, sir, Yisrael came more than this. I'm Rav Lazar, Rav Shimon. Five lines from the bottom of the Amid. One row. The row is, you know, you have something, sort of a flower bed or whatever thing growing, and you have a row and then it dips down. Says that, what do you not allowed to do? You cannot take Water from the bottom and raise to the top again because these are cases of Tircha Yasira, too much exertion on the Cholamite. Tanarab on it. Madlin Yelirakis de la Eichlan, you're allowed to water the vegetables to eat them. Vimishul Yapoisam, but if you're watering the vegetables to make them better, Usser, that is forbidden. And here, this is the beginning of another very important hector. Why you let it do something like Cholamite? You're doing it at Tircha Achila. You're doing it for the fact that you're going to eat it right now. Says the Gemara Ravina Varavatai Svav Kaazli Borcha, they're going in the road. Chazla Ugav, they saw a man, Davidali Davla. They saw someone who's drawing water with a pail and Cholamayid and he was watering the vegetables. Go put him into Cherim. What's he doing? You're not a little water on Yantif. But we learned, you're allowed to do it if he's doing it for eating. Do you really think that what does the word Madeline mean? It means drawing water? No. My Madeline, as we turn over to Dalamabes, Shlufi. What? What is Madeline? Madeline is Shlufi, which means pulling out the vegetables. Kiritinan, as we learned in the Mishnah, Madel Bigfanim, Shemshu Madel Bishalokahu Madel Bishel Aniyim, Divri Reb Yehuda. If someone is thinning out the vines, as Rashi says, they have a very thick patch of vegetables or something, and you're pulling out one from each of the other ones in order to give each one more room to grow. Shemshu Madel Bishalok, just like you thin out from your own, you're allowed to do it from that which you're leaving over for the Aniyim, the different Matnas Aniyim, as Rashi says, Peya, that's leaving over in the corner for the simple reason that you're making the vegetables themselves that are staying there better. Rav Meir Aimer Bishaloi Rashi Vina Rashi Bishalaniim. You're not allowed for that Niim. But what do we see? We see that it's nothing to do with watering. That the word madlin doesn't mean watering. It means to pick out the vegetables. So what's your problem? 
Explicit that the word madlin has to do with watering. If indeed you have a brisa, then I agree with you, and therefore you do have a raya with regard to watering the vegetables on chalamoid. And now we continue and you can't make the ugios for the gavanim. Says you are my ugios. What's this? A cookie? What's an ugios? No, it's not a cookie. Know what it is? It's binki. It's ditches that you dig around. The, the grapevine so it collects the water and therefore the water gets saturated into the roots. Says the, says the Raisa, what are the Ugyos? When you ditches around the roots of the zaitim, which have ikri gefanim and around the roots of the grapevines. As the Gemara, Amy Varav Yudha Sharla Benebar Sisai, Lamevit Binki Likarmeim, he allowed them to make these ditches for their for their vineyards. And you're telling me that you're Enois in Ugyos. So if Ugyos means ditches, we know Yudha did not allow it. Answers the Mar Lakasha Bakharati Abatiki, a fundamental difference. If it's referring to a new ditch, that's when our Mishnah says it's Aser. Rav Yudu was referring to an old ditch, which obviously is less exertion when the soil was ready dug up once to dig that up to gather the water for the vineyard. And now we continue three lines from the wide lines of Lazar ben Azariya, Oymer, Ama. You now have to make an irrigational canal neither on Chlamai nor on Shemitah. Says the Gemara. Again, the same Yisrael we keep on saying that what's the reason? It's forbidden to do work on Chlamai because it's Tirecha. You're not allowed to exert yourself on Chlamai for no reason. What's the reason it's forbidden to do this on Shemitah? Shemitah, you're not allowed to do something for a plant, for a vegetation. What are you doing here? You're just making an irrigational canal. What's the problem? Explains the Gemara, of Zira, Verav Abba, Bar Marmel, on the first white line, Charam Neshe Nirek Oider, Charam Neshe Machsher Akbel Says one opinion, you know why? Because it looks like you're hoeing, it looks like you're digging, it looks like you're about to plant. And then Marasayan, perhaps, a zilzal of Shemitah, so that's why you're not allowed to do it. The second opinion says, no, you know why? Because what happens when you dig an irrigational canal? You dig, and then you put the soil on the on the riverbanks, on the side of your canal, on those sides, that area is very good. It's very soft and moist. And now it's all ready to be planted in. That's the reason why it's forbidden. Says the Gemara, in the second white line, what is the difference between these two answers? The difference is when the water comes right away, as you're digging the canal, the water comes right away. The man that says, you know what the problem is? Because as you're digging and you're putting the dirt on the side, you're making the side dirt ready for planting. So even though the water comes shooting right away, Still, it's forbidding because you see, seems like the side areas you use for planting. But it looks like you're shoveling, looks like you're digging, looks like you're about to plant. Like oh, you're not about to plant. There's water shooting through the ditch that you just made, so there is no issue. Ask the Gemara. The classical question. According to the opinion that says that the issue is that it looks like you're digging, that you looks like you're about to plant. Why isn't he concerned about the dirt on the sides that's ready for planting? You know what the different tariffs is? 
when you're taking out the earth and you're throwing it far away. You're not putting it right next to the canal and therefore it looks like you're going to plant there. No, you're chucking the dirt far. So the man, according to man, that says that you're preparing these river banks for planting. There's no more river banks because you didn't put the dirt on the side. You threw the dirt all the way far away. According to man, that says the issue is that it looks like you're digging right here to plant right here. Eka, that is going to be an issue because even though you're throwing the dirt far away, it looks like right here you're making a row to plant in. Ask the Gemara the same question. We flip it. So why isn't the opinion that said that you throw the dirt far? So you're not making riverbanks. So it doesn't look like you're repairing the riverbanks or planting. Fine. But why isn't he concerned with the ditch itself that it looks like you're planting in this ditch? Answers the Gemara. When you normally dig, how do you dig, says the Gemara. Good old-fashioned farmer. How do you dig? You don't dig and chuck the dirt. You dig and you put it right back where you started and then it makes that dirt very nice and soft to plant on. So if you're going and you're throwing it far away, everyone knows you're not doing the plants because it's an abnormal thing to do. Says the Gemara, it's going to be the same discussion we just had in a little bit of a different version. Amimer learned that the issue is that it looks like you're, you're digging to plant. And therefore he had a stira in Rav Lezben Officer, he was bothered that if the whole issue looks like you're digging, is that really what Rav Lezben hold? For a mini, we have a price that says, You're allowed to make your field, your zevel, into a storehouse. You're allowed to take this, the dung and you're allowed to put it in your field during Shemitah to use it as a storehouse. Ramir says, no, if you just start putting manure all over your field, it looks like, what are you about to do? It looks like you're putting down fertilizer. So what do you have to do? You have to either dig deep or you have to raise it up so everyone knows you're not fertilizing your field and you're just storing it there. Let's say you have a little bit of fertilizer. If you have a little bit of fertilizer, now, excuse me, if you had a little bit of fertilizer in the field from before Shemitah, then you're allowed to keep on adding on because everyone knows you're not fertilizing the field. There already is fertilizer, there already is dung over there. So, what are you doing? Must be you're just storing it there. Rav Lazarin Azariah Oyster, and this is the point of question. Says Lazarin Azariah is forbidden. Ad, Shayamik Shlisha, Ashek Bia Shlisha, or Ashayitin al Sal, till you dig deep, till you build it up, or until you put it on a rack. So what do we see? We see that Rav Lazarin Azariah is telling us that you're allowed to dig three inch Tvachim down. One second. If you're going and digging three tvachim down, why are you doing it? To store your dung, to store your fertilizer. But wait, the mere act of digging should look like you're coming to plant. Nira kaoyeder. If the whole issue Rabbah's learning according to Lesbian Azariah is why are you not going to dig the irrigational canal? Because as you're digging, it looks like you're digging right here to plant here. Why did Lesbian Azariah allow you to dig down three tvachim to save the fertilizer? Answers the Gemara, Ravzi, Ravabu, Ramamu, Chadamar, Kunchehemik, Chadamar, Zivloi, Mechiach. Love. One opinion says that no, it's talking about a case where there already was a little bit of a ditch. So no one's going to suspect what you're doing is making a ditch. You're just making it deeper. That's when he allows it. The other opinion says no. The fact that you're throwing the fertilizer in shows that you're doing it as a storehouse and not 
potentially for planting. Says the Gemara will go draw further. We said in the Mishri letter, repair their damaged irrigational canal. Michael Kokolos, what does it mean? It's damaged. That usually the irrigational canal is six tefachim. And now it got filled in and it's one tefach. So what do you got to do? You got to dig down till six tefachim. You got to dig another five in order to restore the irrigational canal. So now the Gemara goes to a bunch of permutations. Says the Gemara, Shita. If it's Chati Tefachal Shleisha Tefachim, if originally it was three Tefachim, again, what's the equation? The equation is it was originally six Tefachim and now it's one. Six and now it's one. You're allowed to dig down another five to get there. Says Mar, wait, what if it's half of that? Is it half a Tefach and you want to dig it down to three Tefachim? Is that allowed? Says Mar, no. Says the Gemara, three tefach irrigational canal is not a good irrigational canal. So for the goat to dig, even though in ratio, to dig from a half a tefach to three tefachim is the same ratio as dipping from one tefach to six tefachim, says Gemara, you can't do that. Because you're not doing anything, you're exerting yourself for no reason, it's not going to be a good irrigational canal. Says the Gemara, similarly, let's say it's not one tefach to six tefachim, it's two tefachim to twelve tefachim. Again, the same ratio. Is that allowed? Says Gemara, no way. It's too much work. He's here to dig so deep down. You can't do that either. What if you're digging from two to seven? Explains the Gemara. You're just digging five tvachim. So it's the same level of tircha. So therefore it should be allowed. Or maybe no, you're digging an extra tefach because once you dig four and now you're at the sixth tefach line, that's a normal irrigation of the canal. So why are you going and digging an extra tefach? It sure originally was seven. Why do you need that now? That's ex- excessive tircha. Maybe you shouldn't be allowed. Says the Gemara. Take you, great question. We gotta wait for Elio and Navi for an answer. We'll finish off the day with two quick stories. Abaya Yishar Lebni Bar Hemdach. Abaya allowed the people of Bar Hemdach, Lishchufe Nara. He allowed them to clear out the river with some debris in the river. He allowed it to clear it out. Rav Yirmiya, similarly, Yishar Lebni Sakusa, the people of Sakusa, Lemechra Nara, also to clean out a river that became clogged up. Tamima, it was clogged up. Ravashi Sharlib and Masa, he allowed the people of Masa Machasia, Lakduche Nara, he allowed them to also clear away the sand bank from the middle of the river. And Burnitz Amar, and Burn, uh, excuse me, Lenahar Burnitz, Amar, he explained, Kimon de Shasamine Rabim, a lot of people drink from it, Kerabim Damu is like an entity of the Rabim, Uditna, Utnan, Isin Kultarche Rabim. You're doing it for the public, so these cases, because these are public rivers, they allowed them to clear it out. Why? Because it's a public matter, which was the hetero at the end of the Mishnah, that's something for the public you're allowed to do on Chalamayid. We'll pick it up from here in the next year, Emir Tashem.